Good morning. Still is morning, correct? Good morning. Join me in a scripture as we read from Acts, the second chapter, verses 1 through 4, and it reads, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. The Word of God for the people of God. Most gracious God, Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us today. Give us what you have for us in this moment and in, in, in this time. Lord, we trust you. We love you. For you are our God. In Jesus' name, amen. Moment of transparency. This week has been a very interesting week for me. And I found, much like my wife has told me from time to time, that I am not perfect. I, I found that when the storms begin to rage in my life, I, after all, still am human and make some mistakes. I found myself this week consumed by storms, distracted, upset, unsettled, and looking for personal relief my personal desires, and my personal wants. I know it's not really a good thing for a pastor to stand before you and tell you that, that he is imperfect and that he has made some mistakes, but I need you to understand that this word that is preached is not something that we have just heard about. It's not something that we've just read, but it is actually something that we also live. As a result of this week, uh, of, of several different things going on uh, as a result. It was hard for me to focus even to prepare this sermon. I was anxious. I was disappointed. Yes, even in my anger and in my hurt, I allowed myself to be temporarily blinded by the storm that life was throwing at me. I allowed myself to be distracted by the wind and the waves. My focus was diverted. But thanks be to God that much like the scripture says, like a mighty rushing wind, the spirit of the Lord, the living God, blew over my circumstances and granted me peace enough to know that I needed to be in a quiet place. Peace enough to know that I was not big enough to handle the circumstances that were before me. Peace enough to know that my answer was in God and God alone. It was that spirit, that Holy Spirit, that pointed me to, to the recorded sermons from Pastor Jay and Elaine over the last few weeks. Now, I would like to take a moment to say, I am so appreciative of the pastors here at the village. I'm appreciative that, that when they begin to, to, to put together sermons, they actually seek after what God has for us in that moment. I am appreciative that, that what they say is true and it is gospel. I am appreciative that even after a week 
or after a few days, it still can ring and resound in the hearts of those that are willing to listen. And for that, I say thank you. Thank you because it was after listening to those, those two sermons over the last few weeks that, that I was reminded that after every storm, there is still a rainbow. I was reminded <laughs> that you can't hurry love, you just have to wait. A philosopher or something said that, right? All right. In short, I was reminded that we have to wait for our rainbows, wait uh, in, in a place that God has designed for the promise that God has given to us. I was reminded that waiting connects us to the Spirit. I was reminded that waiting for divine direction gives us strength. I was reminded that waiting and moving in His love and in His timing guarantees us victory. I was reminded that the storms are temporary, but God's love and His promises are eternal. Amen. And all of that brought me to today's scripture. Today's scripture is a perfect illustration of waiting, granting promise, and promise propelling purpose. In the first chapter of Acts, Jesus tells the, the disciples to wait. Wait on your promise. Do not leave this place without what God has promised to you. Wait with great expectation. Wait for your promise. Likewise, I say to you, people of God, wait on your promise. Wait with joy in your heart. Wait with anticipation. Wait with faith and love. Wait. Do not leave without it. Do not settle for a piece of it. Wait for the fullness of what God has promised to you. And in waiting the right way, what you will find, much like I found this week, is that you take the power away from the enemy as you line up with the will of God. People of God, don't be afraid to wait. In this scripture, the promise that they were waiting on was the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come over you. The Holy Spirit, the comforter that he talks about in the gospel, the Holy Spirit, the one that rules and guides us into all truth, the Holy Spirit, that grants us power to tread over serpents and scorpions. Yes, the Holy Spirit, the provision and promise of God from God, the Most High God. Praise God that he granted us the Holy Spirit. People of God, I encourage you to walk in the power of your promise. Don't forfeit its rights or its privileges. The promise is your rainbow after the storms of life have given you their best shot. The promise sustains you. It keeps you. It promotes you. The promise, yes, the promise, the promise it is alive. The promise then propels you and me into our purpose. We know that before we were even in our mother's womb, God had already promised us purpose and given us provision and all that we stood in need of to walk that purpose out in its fullness. Likewise, before he breathed into the church, he had already given it purpose. People of God, we have work to do. God knew we could not fulfill the purpose of our own devices. He knew that we would need direction, correction, power, and peace. So God, in his infinite wisdom, sent us the Holy Spirit with all that we stood in need of. He sent the Spirit to unify us so that we could truly be the body of Christ, unified and not disjointed. For 
that a house divided will not stand, but there is strength in unity. He unified the people to break down the discriminant ideology and to show that he was a God of all people, Jews and Gentiles. He showed us in, in this unification that we could love him and his people in a mighty way. He gave us the opportunity of relationship and fulfillment of the commandment, love ye one another. You see, unity in the spirit was a part of the promise. And that unity of heart is necessary for consistency in the gospel message. In receiving the Holy Spirit, we receive the power to serve, to serve, to serve, even as joint heirs with Christ. Just as the disciples, after receiving the Holy Spirit, were able to cast out demons in Jesus' name, to cause the lame to walk in Jesus' name, and to be in a storm but live in peace in Jesus' name, so stands now the church, empowered to live the gospel, to preach the gospel, and to change lives as we ourselves have been changed and be the church. This day of Pentecost is a day where God breathed life into a church with purpose. The purpose to go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The purpose, as indicated in chapter 1, to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the very earth, people of God, it is our turn to live our purpose. And living it, empowered by the promise, we find provision already in place. We find that barriers are already defeated. We find a God that is bigger than even language and time. We find that, that this, this spirit of God that rests on us will lead and guide us into all truth. We find that the same power granted to the disciples by our triune God it, uh, to serve and be the church is the same power that has been granted to us today to be the same. We can find, even in our lifetime, as we look over the spans of our years here, the Holy Spirit moving and permeating our very lives and circumstances. We can see the power of God renewing, redeeming, and the power making a difference in the lives of all of his people. In the season of Pentecost, a season when believers gather together in high, heightened expectation of being renewed and reborn by the power of God's spirit. In the season of Pentecost, where we celebrate the spirit's powerful effect on the church in the season of Pentecost, where God breathed on the church and gave it life in the in this season of Pentecost, where we celebrate God's word being written on our hearts and the new covenant given to us by him. Let us wait on our promises. People of God, don't leave without it. Let us walk in the power of our promise. Don't forfeit your rights. And let us live our purpose as we have been called to be the church that this world needs to see. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.